The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hi, everyone. So we have another guest here today, and I'm going to let Dr. Joy uh, introduce herself a little bit. Hi, my name is Joy Walls. I am a new dentist. I just graduated from University of Texas Health Science Center at San Antonio. Basically, UTSA is what people call it. Um, But I went to school in San Antonio, and then I moved back to Houston after I graduated and have started to work in Houston. Yeah, for the Texas schools, I feel like I've heard that their applications even to dental school is like different than the rest of the country. Did you find, like, how was your application process being a Texas resident? Um, It was pretty nice because it was $50 to apply to all three of the dental schools. At the time, it was three dental schools. Um, Now it's four. But yeah, so nice. Well, not so nice because I had to do a whole nother application, but the price was very, very comforting there. So you still applied to the out-of-state schools as well, just to kind of cover more ground? Yeah, I was actually in school for undergrad at Howard University. So I applied to their dental school too, and a whole bunch of other ones because I was like, I need to get into dental school. Um, But Yes. I didn't go to Howard though because the money wasn't right. And then I also interviewed at Meharry and I really loved it. But again, it costs too much money over there. So yeah, that's one of the pros of the Texas schools. I've heard that it's just a lot more affordable. I'm sure it's still expensive, but not as crazy as like out of state private schools. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I was really lucky there, but, um, applied, got in my first round and then just started dental school. It was not easy, but you know, got it done. Do you have any advice for people that are currently in dental school, like how to make the most of it or how to get through anything that you remember being really tough? Um, in the first year I struggled a lot, but I made it through because I wasn't afraid to ask for help. So it's really important when you're a dental student and just in life in general to be able to ask for help, know when to ask for help when you're beyond what you are capable of. Like you need something else from the outside to help you out. So, Um, and then for third and fourth year, especially fourth year, my faculty, they told us this at the beginning of the year. They're like, do the things that scare you do the things that you don't feel comfortable doing because you will never have the freedom to make these mistakes and learn so much again. Like you're not going to be a student like this again, unless you of course go to residency or something, 
But if you're about to go practice, you need to get everything you can out of that last year, the last two years as you possibly can. What were some of those things that you felt not so confident with starting fourth year? Was there anything that you kind of set your sights on and actually saw improve before graduation? Um, I really struggled with extractions. I did not like doing surgery. I don't want to see emergency patients. They just like, I feel like very, um, those types of situations just would stress me out. So I don't want to do it. But I did eventually start to lean in and just do the thing. And now I'm, I'm good at it. So that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm on my oral surgery rotation right now. And that's like the only time we really pull teeth is on the specific rotation mm-hmm. once during third year and then twice during fourth year. And that's like it. So certain things I think are interesting the way dental school works. I mean, I know every school is different, but like we only see kids during pediatric rotation and that's only a couple weeks. And then you get into general dentistry where you can do anything that you're comfortable with. And it's just wild, like the types of cases and patient base and everything that you might be doing compared to what you actually have experience in from dental school. Definitely. Have you found that you're mostly doing kind of like the bread and butter procedures that you learned in dental school, or have you kind of expanded your skill set or like niche down into anything yet? So my patient base is, um, they don't really, they're not really seeking out those things, like the new technology things. Like, I'm just going to answer it like more bread and butter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what my patient base needs. And if I create these complicated treatment plans, one, they're just not going to do it. (laughs) They're going to be like, "Mm, that's not really what I came here for. And I'm just here to give my patients what they came here for. No, that makes a lot of sense. And that lets you kind of know how your day is going to go, how to structure things. And you're just going to get even better, even faster at all the core skills that your patients need. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's also good that I did lean into the whole surgery thing because yeah. a lot of my patients are like, take this tooth out. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. Take the tooth out. And I'm like, okay, I got you. <laughs> and then I'm just able to do that. And I'm also really good at being like, this is not a tooth for me to take out. Let me refer you to Dr. Walls, basically just being like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to have my dad do it. And it's, it's going to be a good time. So <laughs> how did that work? Like transitioning you into the office and how has it been starting to work with like a dental team as opposed to at school? Like it's just us doing everything. Give any advice for people with that? Oh my God. It is so nice. Like, I think I have a really, really great situation just because the people, my staff at work, they are just incredible. They've been there for like 10, 15 years. Okay. All of them. And they just know how it goes. They're easing me in. They're letting me know like just how to exist in that space so that I can succeed and everybody can have a good time. So they like, it was a really nice transition right now. I'm trying to bring the office into like the 21st century and modernize it because it has been a lot of the same people doing a lot of the same things for a while. Monday. But yeah, it's just a lot of the same processes. I'm just trying to update them. And yeah. That's nice that 
I mean, and it's also like, it wasn't a surprise when you were hired, like they knew that you were coming and everything versus I think sometimes if people are coming in to be an associate somewhere or like an owner somewhere and the team like didn't know that or doesn't know you, that's when you can run into a lot of problems because they feel kind of like caught off guard, but it's nice Mm -hmm. that you're willing to work with them and willing to give and take when it comes to making the transition work. Yeah. Having a really great staff around you, it just makes all the difference. And, you know, you're in general school and you're, you feel like you are everything. You are a scheduler. You are the, you set up, you clean up, you do all the things. And it's just, it's so demanding and it's just overwhelming for me anyway, when I was in school, but now it's like, no, I just write notes and I do dentistry and we're good. That is really nice. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you have a pretty busy schedule by now or have you kind of, did you hit the ground running with a super full schedule or did you kind of work your way up to doing like more patients at the same time? Um, It takes a while. Well, for me, it's taken a while because I'm trying to get credentialed with insurance companies. So until that happens, um, my patients are limited. So that means I've had a, a pretty relaxed schedule. It's nice. How long has that process taken? Like, when did you start kind of applying for those credentialings and like starting to sign contracts and stuff with insurance? I started in maybe July. Wow. And some of them are still coming through. Right. I don't really know how all of it works because we don't learn that kind of stuff in dental school. Yep. (laughs) Um, But I I should probably check on it. I think (laughs) I can see about that. Yeah. I mean, you're busy enough to be going to work and doing dentistry, so can't be too I've bad. Had, yeah, I've had classmates say that it does take a while, though, like a couple of months even, so. And obviously, you're working with your dad at, is he the practice owner there? hmm Okay. And then you were telling me before we started recording that, like, you, of course, know classmates that didn't have a family member in dentistry. From what you know, like, how was their experience trying to find the right kind of associate jobs. And I mean, I feel like, especially graduating last year, it's just been even harder for people to find employment with like knowing mm-hmm. that you had less time in clinic than before, like all that. Um, I know that a lot of people got their jobs just through knowing somebody so networking, you know, they always say networking is important. It's, it is actually important, especially fresh out of school and nobody, not nobody, but a lot of places would rather hire somebody with a few years of experience rather than a new grad. And so just building relationships and looking for a practice that's going to work for you. Like, are you looking for a mentorship or are you looking for cutting edge technology, you know? And there are options, a lot of DSOs, a lot of private practices still. And I don't know, dentistry is so cool because you can 
you can work in it however you want to. And have you, since graduating, kind of taken any like extra CE or are you really just working on like getting down and getting faster at the things that you started? So I haven't gotten, well, I've taken a couple of CE courses, um, but what I want to do and what I've been doing is Mm -hmm. just going and shadowing dentists. I've only done one so far, but I've just gone to her office a few like half days a week and just see like, how are you doing this? How do you run your business? Uh, What kind of treatment plans do you get to create and complete for your patients and learning that way? That's great. And then trying to see how you can bring some of those good things to add on to your office, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And then I'll like ask, oh, where did you learn to do this? And if, you know, if I want to learn how to place implants, I'm going to go to the guy that taught her how to do it most likely, you know? Yeah. Is that another dentist in Houston or how did you make that connection? Um, She was actually my father's classmate. Oh, cool. So again, just a really cool dentist in the Houston area who's been in the game a long time. So really knowledgeable. That's nice. And that exactly comes back to what you were saying, like knowing people, knowing people who know people and it just kind of snowballs from there, like with opportunities or ideas. Right. I feel like I've seen that too for people. And if you don't like have a network, just go find one, build one for yourself. It's a little mm-hmm. daunting, but it can be done. Here. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have <laughs> she's a little my she looks like a lab puppy oh what a sweetie I wish people listening could see her but she's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have a few more questions for you so we talked kind of about your <coughs> sorry we talked about your first year being a tough transition of dental school and then fourth year that you were trying to really like push yourself out of your comfort zone, especially with extractions. But like me being in my third year, like what advice would you give your like third year dental school self? That's like getting going in clinic. Okay. I love that you asked that question because that's always the question that I ask. I'm like, what would you ask, you know, you in my situation right now? So, okay. Here's your answer. (laughs) I'd say to like do the selectives that are available to you. If there's like, you know, you can do pre-pros surgery. I don't, that was at my school. Pre-pros surgery was an option. There was also an ortho selective. I don't know if I would have done that one. Um, The endo one, I would definitely tell her to take that and not just be like, oh, that's extra work. I'm not doing it. You know, you're going to have to learn sooner or later. Sooner is probably going to be better in dental school when you have, you know, lots of instruction, lots of cool technology, and you can just learn. Yeah, we have a similar thing also called selective classes. Like we have an ortho one and a pediatric one. I want them to make an endo one because I feel like that's one of the biggest areas that our curriculum is like lacking is endo. So that would be nice. But I, I agree. And it's like, they don't cost anything extra for us. Like you're paying the same tuition regardless. So like, why would you not get extra training in something that can make you, even if you're not like, maybe I'm not going to do all these advanced ortho procedures, but like to better understand it, to be able to better communicate when I'm referring things or just better communicate with patients of like what to expect or what to look out for. 
or just like learning more about occlusion. Like I feel like it's can so directly apply to general dentistry, even if it is like a specialty class. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But it's fine to learn as you go. That's yeah. how you're going to do it anyway. Yes, exactly. And I mean, it's one thing to like learn about something in a book or take a class, but then what really helps is like actually doing it. And that's what you get through being in clinic and then graduating and seeing way more people way faster and doing more work. Like we can only see like four or five patients a week right now, like all week. (laughs) And it's like, you see like 10 or 15 people a day, probably in a real office, at least depending on like hygiene checks and everything. So it's a little slow, but it's okay. (laughs) Just make the most like, because I, of course I had that problem. I started clinic in like May of 2020. So it's okay. You're still going to get your patients. You are, and you're going to learn the things, but definitely like take it all in while you're doing it. But it's also important to talk to your classmates because I learned so much from my classmates, just sticking my head in or asking them about, I saw them, they had a complicated case and they still worked it out. How did you do that? what was recommended, what worked, what didn't. You can learn so much just from that. Yeah. I feel like people are always talking about their cases and stuff. And sometimes like you were saying before, it can be tempting to just like, Oh, I don't want to think about extra work. I don't want to be doing dentistry all the time. But at the same time, like you're in school right now, you might as well like lean into it. Like you were saying, and try to learn from others too, on top of what you're already doing in your own work. Mm -hmm. A couple more questions, I guess, about dental school. And then I just want to know a little bit more about your little transition period from graduating to now. So in dental school, were you involved in like any student organizations or any experiences that made it like memorable or that you feel like helped you a lot? Um, Okay, so I was in CMDA, the Christian Medical and Dental Association. That one was fun in that you got to just hang out with cool people eat food. And then they also had outreach programs. And there's a refugee clinic in San Antonio that I got to go to a couple of times and learn so much while I'm there and just get to help people who truly would not have this elsewhere. Um, And then also I was in SNDA and I was an officer in it the whole time. SNDA is the Student National Dental Association. And Basically, we just encouraged and recruited more um, people of color, a lot of Black people in it. Basically, it's like the Black People Students, um, Black Dental Student Association. But um, just getting to fellowship with people like that who are like you, it was really powerful because I don't know about your school, but in my school, I think it was like, we get four Black people a class of 100, you know, and it can feel isolating. Yeah, I'm sure. I know our SNDA chapter is really booming at our school. Like some, I think, I don't know how many national leaders there are, like maybe 20 or something. I don't know. But there's like six girls from our school on like national SNDA, like all from Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I feel like I think awesome. I've met a few. I don't know really? exactly who they are because I forget when people tell me what school they're from. But I've definitely met some <laughs> from Detroit. That's, awesome. That's so cool. So Just before we wrap things up, between the period of like taking all your boards exams and then graduating, is there anything that 
you did or that you recommend for people to make the transition into working easier? Or did you just like literally relax and enjoy a little bit of time off after all the school? Because I feel like that's probably what I want to (laughs) do. Right. I was looking forward to the summer of 2022 for like, I would just say the past four years, but probably like six to eight years down the line. So I went into the licensing expo. They have one in Texas where you can go and get your license like the same day instead of mailing it all in and waiting however many weeks. Okay. I did that. And that was my only responsible thing I did this summer. And the rest, I was like, I'm getting on a plane. I'm getting on another plane. Um, I'm going to go meet my friends here. And then I'm going to get on a boat as well. Um, (laughs) And I just traveled (laughs) and hung out with my family and friends. I moved back to Houston. So I'm from Houston. And I moved back after. And I haven't lived here in eight years. So I just basically just reconnected with people, places, that type of thing. That's awesome. I think we all need that after how long we're in school and how hard we're working. It's a nice time to reset and get ready for the next phase of life, the adulting phase of life. I know. It was like your last summer ever. I know. (laughs) So I was also curious. I mean, I connected with you because I saw you on Instagram. So what made you like want to have that Instagram page? I don't even know. Is that like your only page? Like, was it your personal page that just grew over time? Or did you make one specifically for dentistry? How did that work? Um, It was my personal page. And I've always liked social media. So in undergrad, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a travel girl. So I sort of did that. And then I was in dental school, can't travel, might as well make it about dental school. And then also just letting people know that you don't have to be like, oh, I've always been at the top of my class and this and that and that to get to dentistry. Like, I'm just a regular person. I just, you know, work hard for the things that I want and then they can happen. You can do anything. I like to, I think that's what why I did it. And then also, so my family could keep up with me. That's awesome. That's a great message to be promoting. Cause I definitely interact with people that are discouraged or just like lost and confused. Like if they go to a smaller school where they don't have any pre-dental guidance or mm-hmm. they just like, don't know where to start. So having more people that are so accessible, like anyone can access social media. I think it makes such a big impact. So that's awesome what you're doing. Yeah. And then like, I also had like a blog and a YouTube channel. I still do my YouTube channel, but okay. that's also for credence so they can figure out how to get into school once they're in school, what to study, what to, you know, adjust to so that you can do well. I will definitely have you remind everyone of your handles and everything. But before okay. we wrap up, I just want to know if you have any closing thoughts or like final advice for people listening. Um, my advice would be to be proud of yourself. You don't always have to look forward to the next thing. You can be proud of yourself right now. I love that. That's so good. Cause like, there's so many, like once this happens, then I'll relax or then I'll be happy. But like, it's such a long journey ahead. There's always going to be more goals. So you want to make sure you're focusing on being grateful that you made it to where you are and proud of your accomplishments the whole time. (laughs) No, definitely not. So thank you so much for tonight. It's been so fun getting to meet you and getting to hear a little bit more of your story. Do you want to 
make sure everyone knows like your Instagram, YouTube, and like best way to contact you? Okay. Um, let's do it. Okay. Instagram is Dr. Joyous. So D-R-J-O-I-O-U-S. And then on YouTube, you can find me. It's just Joy Walls. Perfect. Yeah. And Thank I'll you make so sure much, to. Katie. Yeah, of course. I'll make sure to tag you and like everything when the episode does go up so people can kind of okay. easier. Yeah, like- I'm most responsive on Instagram, mm-hmm. but even then sometimes I forget to respond. So, <laughs> but Instagram is your best bet. That is totally fine. I get it. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Haley. I love talking with you.